Hello, welcome to Batch Slaps. I'm Samantha. And I'm Jordana. Um, and actually, for a change, huge ass news week. Yeah, we have lots to talk about. Right. Um, okay, so the shooting in Vegas. Let's start off with that. Um, yeah, kind of hard to be funny about that. Um, but then again, Jordana and I have been debating gun control since like NAM. Right. Okay. We, to be clear, I'm Jordana not used to love guns. I think she's changed her mind though. It's not that I've loved guns. I don't think like everyone should have a gun. I don't have a gun. I don't know anyone who has a gun. Um, I am kind of a believer though that if people want something, they're gonna find a way to get it. So even if it's like harder to get a gun, I don't feel like that will like necessarily deter things. What I feel like is, like, the bigger issue, honestly, I mean, I think gun control is important. I don't think anyone who is, like, suspected of being a terrorist should be a gun. I don't think any violent criminals should be allowed to have a gun. I think everyone should have a background check. I think it's important to... And I don't think really anyone needs a, like, semi-automatic weapon. Right. Or anything like that. But, like, if you want to have a handgun and you're, like, totally normal and you, like, are from an area where people have those, like... Right. I think that's fine. I don't think, like, there should be no guns anywhere ever. I I think there's... People have weapons, like... Yeah. To each their own. I think that they should be, like, it should be harder to get one. I agree. But I'm not, like, anti-gun for anyone ever in all cases. Yeah, I agree with you, actually. I, um, even though I am, I guess, I, I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I was just joking before about how you love guns. Because, right. like, you used to, I No, like, I, I did more. used to have, I think, a less nuanced vision of guns. Um, I think we, I used to have a less nuanced vision of guns and... My opinion has changed, like, a little bit more as I've learned more about, like, gun policies and things like that. I think it's important to note that this guy from the Vegas shooting had no had no history. All he had yeah. was, like, parking, like a parking ticket or something or something, yeah. some very minor infraction. He probably, if he wanted to get a gun... He definitely could have. Could have gotten a gun. Well, he did. With, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were his, and he had... I don't know. I think the bigger issue is most likely... Mental undiagnosed well, uh, mental illness and it's so for me it's like a little frustrating because i feel like in all these attacks um that are not terrorist attacks because those are and this wasn't i mean that's also another thing that's debated is that everyone's saying oh it was a terrorist attack they're not calling it a terrorist attack. this wasn't a terrorist right. attack yeah no although isis did claim responsibility so maybe right but like they're like attack? looking into whether that's actually true or not but right. like okay assuming assuming but that he's a like, real estate developer high stakes gambler who's 65 years old retired accountant why would he like care about isis i don't know that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't think that we have enough information to find out if it actually was a terrorist attack. But if he was a lone gunman who had a mental illness or maybe didn't, I don't know. I think that's like that's the big mystery is like what really motivated or what motivated this guy. It's like actually kind of interesting um, to do this. But I don't know. I think mental illness is like the big is the bigger issue and i think that this what everyone's kind of upset that this, they're saying this wasn't a terrorist attack but if he was a lone gunman who just like had a weird anger problem or like a mental illness then like it wasn't a terrorist attack a terrorist attack is like politically motivated right. in an attempt to like get people to do something or to punish people for like right. some sort of political infraction right political or religious i agree it this is not a terrorist attack agreed because assuming that he's not tied to isis which which it, we haven't fully we discovered really yet. But I do think, okay, I think, again, this gets to, like, the whole, like, gun control debate and to, like, the mental health debate. Like, it seems like because everyone is so, like, we have to, like, or at least the NRA, like, the, the Second Amendment people are so strong and they have such an organized lobby and they really are very good at essentially 
defeating gun laws or like any attempt at gun legislation, then really nothing ever gets accomplished. But but like again, like in this situation and so many situations, even if there was gun control or certain controls in place, that wouldn't have necessarily helped or prevented a lot of these things. So the the gun control, the anti-gun law people have actually a point when they say that like this would not have have actually stopped it because in a lot of these situations it wouldn't have stopped it right however i do think that like there's i was listening to pot save america earlier because i'm very woke and (laughs) um yeah they were saying something that they pointed out was that like actually like all there's all these mass killings but what isn't spoken about is the number of gun suicides in america which like far outnumbers the mass killings and I think, I mean, right, and so that right. is obviously a result of lack of gun control and of the mental health problem. But those people who killed themselves with guns would have just killed themselves with something else. Maybe not. Maybe I not. Think, I think, I think, I, I don't necessarily think so because I think a gun is a very like quick and painless way to die. So are a lot of pill overdoses. I think there's a lot of premeditated ways that, that if you want to kill yourself, you, you, you don't, it's not like most, I think for the, and I've done suicide research, I've seen like those things. Most people are thinking about it for a long ass time. It's not like, oh, there's a gun. Let me just kill myself immediately. Right. But it is easier. And also the fact of having access to it makes it easier to like think about and consider doing and like knowing that you could do it. And it's also, I think it is faster. A pill overdose might not work. Remember in Wizard of Lies when the Madoffs took it and it didn't work. Like it doesn't always work. Sometimes you just get sick and end up in the hospital. Sometimes slitting your wrist doesn't work like a gun is pretty much guaranteed to right. kill you if you want to die like you know what i mean it's much easier and quicker than anything else even jumping in off a bridge like you have to like get yourself off the bridge is harder you gotta than, drive like, there you gotta <laughs> drive there exactly if you have a gun in your <laughs> Sorry, this is funny. no it's <laughs> true but it's true it's harder there's a more there's more of a barrier when something is harder to do you're less likely to do it that's why people like put their junk food in the back of their fridge Post in the okay, that's fridge, fair. You know, like, but yeah, again, it's not. I think seems to be on I health. think the main the main takeaway is that like, is that like the gun problems and the mental health problems have a large overlap, and the issue is just more new and way more nuanced than like, get rid of all guns or like make right. the or like. Or but solve I don't the. Think anyone's saying get rid of all guns. I think they're pretty much advocating for like not being able to get a semi-automatic weapon and not being able and having a background check, which like you agree are like pretty sensitive. No, things. I do, and I think that the everyone this debate comes up every time there's this like national shooting. tragedy shooting thing, and it's like this isn't like something that happens all the time. It happens because some people are are mentally ill. Right. It's not like a thing that like that like. But Anyone decides to do. But, like, okay, you could have a mentally ill person, and what does, what does, again, now we're on to the mental illness, what does, like, distinguishes between a mentally ill person who, who does something and who doesn't do something? So you could have a person who's mentally ill who, like, decides to kill himself. You'll have a person who's mentally ill who, like, doesn't do that. It's, it's, or who decides to kill someone else or some, or a mentally ill person who doesn't. So I think that like having all these mass shootings, like they give each other ideas. They're like, I could just like go out, like I'm, I have this urge to like kill someone. I could just like go out in this blaze of glory. Like I don't have to die just myself. Like I could go and like. Right. That's what I'm saying. They, they're definitely like interwoven. There's definitely, um, there's definitely like. They tie into yes. each other, and like you can't almost have one without like. I think we need like stronger regulation of both, like more ways. Not even regulation of mental illness, but like I think that just our society is built in a way that like 
where mental illness is not talked about and people who have mental illness are not necessarily given help or it's stigmatized so like but you know a lot of them getting a gun is not stigmatized and even in like you know some of these like if anything a psychopath wants like the glory of like getting their name talked about in the news and like like knowing that when they died they like left a mark even if it's bad like they're crazy you know yeah like i think what just like makes like someone truly crazy and like I don't know. It's so it's so hard to like know in a way that like it can you could actually like stop the person getting from getting a gun. What's that movie where like with the precogs and they know when there's going to be like a crime committed? I Minority don't. Report. Aliens um. like obsessed with this one. Okay, well basically the premise of it is that like they're able to like stop crime by oh because, because they know when it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Right, but then so like the system gets flawed. I, rem- right. I think I sort of remember that. Right. So that's like the only way you could really do anything about that. Like, in society. Like, you can't predict these things. Like, you have mentally ill people who decide to act on things and those who don't. But there's no way to, like, stop every person with a small inclination or a large inclination towards mental illness from getting a gun and doing something with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, there's a lot more stuff to be done in terms of that. I Everyone's like, the United States is the only country, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if, like... That all that like like stuff again takes into consideration like other stuff, other things that are different in the United States. Like the only thing that's different is America doesn't have gun control laws. Like I don't think that right. that's like really an accurate depiction of the thing. I think again, I agree. The main America takeaway has is so that, many more things. America is also the that we spend the most on the military. We like are the most like wealthy country, right? And we have like the venues yeah. big enough for like this to even like this many people to even well, really they have be that like in France. It's not like. I know, but, like, they didn't have, like, this tall, like, bit, like this huge tower. That right. I, but it's also, like, the psyche of, like, the American, like, an American. Right. Which is, like, I'm just, I'm just the greatest. I'm Individualistic strong. kind of thing. Right. I'm, I, you know, it's, like, I am and a again, strong macho man with guns. Like, guns have been glorified in America, like, the whole time. Right. You know what I mean? And again, Ever it's important Columbus to remember, got here remember even though, over the Indian. Even if we're, we're talking about the American psyche, these are, like, five people of the population in the past, like, I don't know, yeah, five but, years. So it's, it's not like, it's like, oh, everyone, like, has this, this no, but mentality. I'm not, but I'm not even talking about the five people who committed these mass murders, and it is more. I'm talking more I'm about, like, like, the, the regular years, person sure. who, like, want, feels a need to have a collection of guns and wants a lot of guns and likes shooting, like, as a hobby. Like, like I was, like, for Yom Kippur, I was with my cousins, and he's, like, my co- my cousin's like longtime boyfriend is this like old guy like an old 60 80 year old jewish guy and he goes to like a gun club like he has a collection of guns and like one of his sh- hobbies is shooting guns and like i can't like understand that but i think that like most of america is like is like very into that there's this like glorification of like these are my guns you can't touch them and like any sort of limitation that prevents them from walking into a store and getting a gun like it's an ice cream cone is like a huge infringement on their existence right i mean everyone has i think everything is sort of reactionary so it's like why why is that the american culture is it because it go back all the way to like the American Revolution, where, like, the, these British um, people would yeah. come and just, like, stay in their houses and, like, tell I them what they does. could do. And they're like, no, like, this is the American way, is that, like, no one tells us what to do. Like, yeah. we have freedom. We're, yeah. like, I don't think, like, the, the, go, the person does. who, the people who, like, in, are into the NRA are necessarily, like, bad people. I no. think it's just, like, 
there's there's a certain thing and it goes along with that old thing where it's like it's a certain way of life like you can't tell us how to live but you know what that was the argument for slavery in the civil war like sometimes you just have to be told how to live because like it hurts a lot of people right so like if what you're doing is like hurting a lot of people sometimes it has to like someone has to step in and be like you can't just continue this way of life Right. right it seems like you really come around on the gun issues since like 2009 yeah, I mean, I just think it's it's more yeah. nuanced. But, but like, I'm not like I'm not like anti all guns. I don't think like right. No, what you are saying, what you just said about like the American Revo- Revolution and the people living in their houses, and you can't tell us where to live and you can't tax us. I actually do think that that like mentality lives like in Americans today. Like, I think it gets passed down. I really do. Like, it gets passed down both like genetically and like personally. Like, imagine if you had like soldiers living in your house from like the country you're trying to be freed from that would like traumatize you and then your kids would like be hearing about that like think about the holocaust you know what I yeah mean? like you're still hearing about it obviously it's really bad so like you know what i mean so that to them is like that their equivalent so it like lives on in their family and generation right and they're like terrified of being like around. in this in this state where people are taxing that yeah like, taxing them without um like telling them where it's going and overtaxing them and and not letting them be free to like live the way they want it definitely like has major roots right it's going so it goes so much deeper into like what who america is and like what like they're about and like i just really feel like that's why people want these guns so badly and why the gun control fight is so difficult and also again with the mental health issue a huge part of it is like i'm right you're wrong you can't tell me i'm crazy you can't tell me what to do you can't tell like i'm not weak mentally like i'm strong mentally you know so it's this sort of just like what is valued and like what is placed what where are the premiums placed in america that cause us to like feel a certain way and then like the extreme externalities that like results are that you get once in a while a crazy mass killer that you can't predict but they're just like a result of this culture that like fosters an environment where people like that are like able to filter through and like get through like the gates because like when you have this general way of being that most people can live just fine as like most people who love guns are fine. They're just, they yeah. love their guns. They 99% of Americans probably who have yeah. guns use them right. correctly. Right. But because we have this as like our existence and like the American like brain pretty much, like our collective psychology, you get these crazy people and you can't do anything about it. And I think it's important to note that like the people who are more interested in the guns and more pro the NRA and more pro this freedom are these like Southern, these Southern people. And it's not to say that those people are worse or bad than us, but are better or worse than us but those people are more tied to the american revolution those people are less there's less immigrants mm-hmm. in those areas they're people who have lived here forever and they're people who like that american yeah that that american way thing is much more ingrained in than like new york right. city where there's like a million different yeah. immigrant people who are like though that american culture is not as ingrained in them which is good in some ways and bad in some ways but like i can see how having like lived here forever and not really knowing that many northern people you'd be like you want to take away like our guns like who right. the fuck are you yeah you should watch <laughs> bill Maher this week he was saying like he was saying how he actually made his point that like you're in the cities and you see like a lot of people from different cultures but like if you drive through from LA to New York, like you'll see pretty much everyone's white. So like everyone in the middle is very like, well, I don't see any, I don't see any like Hispanic people. I don't see any black people. Like who are all these people and why are they dominating my culture? Why are they dominating the media? If you like, when you look at it, like who's on all the TV shows, like it's very ethnic, right. very mixed. Like the, the pop, the popular culture, like the Kardashians are 
they're Armenian. They're, you know what yeah. I mean? They're not white. Like, so you see that, like, the dominant thing in the culture is, like, multicultural. So they're like, why is this everywhere? But, like, no one around me is anything but white and, like, gone obsessed right. and, like, eating grits. Like, Which, to the end, goes back to the bigger debate, which is, like, the presidential debate. And I don't know how we got back into this, of, like, the coastal elites versus, yeah. like, the quote-unquote real Americans. Right. But, like, <laughs> what, what I don't get is, like, just to be, like, a little obnoxious for a second, like, why are the coastal elites not the real Americans? Like, where does the American... What makes America great, quote-unquote? It's the economy. It's the it's the innovation. It's, like, what we produce. It's, like, what we stand for morally. Right. Okay, yeah, some people have say. a hard time moving on because those people who were in the middle used to be what America was about, which was, like, farming and, like, factory workers and, like, Detroit mm-hmm. and things like that. Things were made... More more things were made in Detroit America because... liberal. Yeah. Yeah, but they Not like Michigan. are the one. They're the, okay. They're the ones with well, like this time. They're the ones with like all their jobs now being like uh, given to like people in foreign countries, and like they don't know how to do like the tech shit that we need now. Right. Well, I think that that's just a sad reality. But but what I'm saying is like, why is it that coastal elites are not real? Because if you have what America is, again, it's like the, right, the well, productivity, it's and that's that is what the coastal elites produce. And like, what do we produce in terms of like cultural? It's our American culture is like entertainment. It's like it's like sensationalist everything. That's what like American culture is. As much as like French culture might be like a museum and a baguette, you know what I mean? Our culture is like a Big Mac and like Justin Bieber, even though he's Canadian, and <laughs> and like reality TV. That is what American culture is. Also, Mad Men and The Sopranos. But you know. right, well, I guess some people aren't happy that that's the new American culture, right? So. Deal with it. If you like what we well, have it's to- almost it's also <laughs> almost it's kind of interesting because there's like, um, like the idea like the the original American way, which is like to do your own thing and build your own wealth and like capitalist society of like like has led to this thing. But like the people who originally like started that are not like really like in it anymore, right. which is really yeah. like the issue. Well, they kind of because it is the the American way is to like just like get as rich as you can and like right and like. But, well, like, I don't think they anticipated, me. like, the like immigrants coming in and building these big corporations and, like, then overtaking them. I don't think they they imagined, like, all of these big corporations anyway. Like, okay, seeing Hamilton a few months ago, it reminded me, like, a lot of, like, the stuff you learned in high school about, like, the North versus the South and, like, all that stuff. And, like, part, half of our, like, founding fathers, like, really important ones, Jefferson, Monroe, Madison, I think were, like, all Southerners, and they were, like, a really big part of things. Like, the Northerners were, like, Hamilton and, I think, like, John Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, like, up in the beer factory. What do you mean they're part of things? They're, like, they... Our country wasn't just founded on, like, the, like, New York values. You know what I mean? It was also founded on those Southern values. No, I think it was mostly founded on those Southern values, was it not? It was really both. Like, it really was, like, a mix of both, but the fight that... The fights that they had are, like, not that different from the fights they were having now. Like, the way that the entire credit system of the United States was set up was essentially an exchange for moving the capital to the south. Because, like, right. they didn't want to commute. <laughs> I can I see that. I opposition. Yeah, you had to really, like, commute really far, like, to go to meetings and stuff. Imagine if you had to fucking take a six-month horse and buggy to every, to every time we had a board meeting. Yeah, that would, that would not fly. Um, we also wouldn't have jobs in that era. Right, We'd be, right. like, We'd tending be the children. We would have, like, right. five kids each right now, probably. Oh like, a few of them would have died. Really Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough um, life, that colonial shit. Yeah, so... 
Yeah, it seems like this is an issue much bigger than us. But yeah. if you like hearing anyway, us talk <laughs> about politics yeah. or the real world, you can sign up for the Betches Sup, which is our three times weekly email newsletter that explains the news in a funny way with lots of reality TV references. Go to betches.co slash sup sign up or follow at betches underscore sup on Instagram. Again, that's betches.co slash sup sign up. And at Betches underscore sup on Instagram. And if you think we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about and you want to give us your opinion on like any of these like huge issues that we just said, please email us at slapped at betches.com. Yes, slapped at betches.com. And also look out for our sup live TV show, which is coming very soon. Soon. All right. It's a little teaser. So, Eileen, I heard that you've been watching a lot of documentaries about like toxic food and stuff that's bad yeah, for you yeah i'm like to eat. fake vegan right now yeah no no meat no dairy <laughs> how long have you some has it been i haven't eaten grilled chicken in like a month wow yeah i'm really not into it it's big for you good for the chickens bad for you <laughs> or maybe fine for you i, I don't know fine. my skin's getting better um but speaking of like organic products have yeah. you heard of sustain i i have i've been seeing that a lot recently um i hear it's like this new alternative um like non-toxic right tampons yeah. it's non-toxic fe- it's, feminine products. it's tam- tampons it's pads it's condoms they have like a whole lifestyle um like there's like a lifestyle brand basically just about not putting like bad t- toxic stuff, stuff inside yeah. your body which is good i mean i've never even really thought about before i this, also haven't but like what's in my tampon you like put it in you it's like kind of weird so true you think about all the other stuff you put in you or yeah. people and they really want us to know what we're putting inside our bodies and they want to give us good products to put it in our vaginas so go to sustainnatural.com and um if you're a listener you can get your first month of free um free products and free shipping when you sign up at sustainnatural.com and use betches pod at checkout that's b-e-t-c-h-e-s-p-o-d at checkout that's sustainnatural.com and they're all natural vagina friendly products that oh, put yeah. women's bodies first Can yeah <laughs> and you get and even like the best thing is that they give 10 percent of their profits to women's healthcare organizations oh that's amazing and there's over 20 million women in the u.s who lack access to reproductive health care did you know that no i didn't and that's messed up I know that is messed up, especially Eileen and my moms are both OBGYNs. They are. So we're also committed to women's health care. That's exactly how we met also. Um, <laughs> so again, staynatural.com and use Betches Pod at checkout for a f- your first free month and free shipping. Let's do a Dear Betch. Dear Betches. I just have a lot of feelings. Um, I okay. will read it. Great. A little later. You're a very good reader. Thanks. I was in the top reading group in elementary school. Me too. Of course you are. We love to read. (laughs) Dear Betches, I love the podcast and you do literally get me through my boring AF work week. I know you guys said to not send any more bridesmaid questions, but this is a bride question. Sorry. Here it goes. I used to be super close to my fiance's brother's ex-girlfriend. They broke up last year and she and I still keep in touch. Not super close, but she was my main betch throughout their two-year relationship. Fast forward to us getting engaged, and I mentioned to my fiancé's brother that I planned on inviting his ex. She is super, he is super dramatic and said that he would literally make a scene if I invited her, and she showed up. What the fuck? I don't think he should have a say on who does and doesn't get an invite since it's my day, not a bridezilla, just speaking the truth. I also don't want any stupid drama or fighting at the wedding. Do I invite her and just 
and just not tell the future brother-in-law until closer to the wedding day or leave her off the guest list and hope she doesn't get super pissed. Love, Betch-in-law or Betchy-friend. You decide. Um, I don't know. Like, ugh, so stupid. I, I, I thought about this one, actually. Yeah. Um, I think that you should not invite her. I think you should tell her that, like, yeah. it's your, I mean... If I if someone Do you need I have this girl here? I have eight siblings. If someone invited, if one of my siblings invited my ex boyfriend, especially if they didn't tell me, if someone I don't care how close they were while we were dating. If someone invited my ex boyfriend to like yeah. my brother's wedding, I'd be like very so, annoyed. Yeah, because like, for, and you would not, never be happy with your brother's wife. Yeah, you'd be ever. like very for upset years. about that. It's like she, you're not going to even speak to her that much. You can just tell her like, hey, I really wanted to invite you, but I think it's going to be really yeah. uncomfortable for everyone. But like, this isn't personal. I just think like it's better if um, if you're not... You can say something to her and like try to ease like the amount that she'd be pissed, but I kind of have to agree with your fiance's brother on this one. Like, it's his brother's wedding. He doesn't want to feel like really weird and uncomfortable. He should just be having like a good time and celebrating yeah. your wedding. He doesn't have to I don't think he's going to want to be, like, worrying about his ex being there and it being weird and, like, right, all I that agree. shit. Wedding drama gives me a massive headache. I have a story to tell you after. Yeah. <laughs> don't make them jealous. They can't hear it. Sorry, guys. Anyway, um, I hate wedding drama. But it's, like, I feel like friendships are, like, made and broken on wedding Based drama. Based on weddings? Yeah. I According think that's to my mom. She had... I, she told me she had a fight with her friend around, like, her friend's wedding, and they even talked for, like, years. What was the what was the fight about? She like didn't invite like her my dad like oh like, she didn't give her plus one dating, yeah yeah okay. while they were dating for like two years and we've heard people get mad about possibly not getting a plus one plus ones are are a big deal yeah um, they are we can discuss that another well actually you know what why not discuss it now what are your what are your thoughts on plus ones I think that like if someone's like seriously dating someone engaged or married you like should always give that personal plus one okay i think that's i think engaged or married is like sort of a given now yeah but like I what if they've been dating for like how long do they have to be dating before you can give them a plus one i don't think it's about like a like a number of months i think it's about a seriousness of the relationship well how, who are you to judge like, <laughs> no, you can, no it's like no it's like if you like really just started and it's like you know what i mean and mm. it's sort of like you don't like you know like, if someone's been dating for, like, three years and they're not, like, they're not engaged yet, but they're, like... So you're not giving them a plus one because you don't feel the relationship is serious enough for you? It's just, like, I don't know. I also think it depends on the person's, like, financial situation. Like, if you obviously are, like, having a huge wedding and, like, you're limiting your friends plus one, it also depends how close friends you are with the person. If you're, ve- if you're very close with the person getting married, they should give you a plus one if you're, like, a bridesmaid or something. You know? Even if you're not dating anyone? No, no, no. If you're if you're not dating someone, then like no, no plus one for you. Well, I mean, it depends. Again, it depends on like the financial situation. Like if you're scrimping for every person. Yeah, I've heard of weddings where be... the person's like, "Hey, like we're not giving camp friends like a plus one." Right, that, but <laughs> but is it just camp friends or is it like close friends? I don't know. I think it's maybe it's like I think it's the kind of thing where like you have to give everyone on the same level of dating right. someone like the same. The same plus one situation. Once you start giving some people plus ones, but not others, it gets, like, a little awkward. I agree with that, except for, like, you should be give. I think maybe sometimes, like, you should give your family members and, like, bridesmaids the plus one priorities. Yeah, or at least, like, your immediate family members. Yeah, of course. Right. Well, immediate, I feel like, should be automatic. I don't know if you have to give your co- all your cousins a plus one. 
I don't know. I depends like how close should. you are. Yeah. How many cousins you have? How many cousins you have? The plus ones are. Is it? Let us know if you have a hard yeah. rule for plus ones. If you have any sort of thing that you find works well, because yeah, if anyone's like an etiquette master, Luann, get at us. Yeah. Let us know. I would love to. I feel like that's probably an Emily post. Oh, Emily Post, please get at us. Yeah, get at us, email us, let us know what the plus one deal is, and um, email us at slappedatbetches.com. Yeah, that's where you can find us. Do we have time for one more? Should we, do you want to do the Hugh Hefner one? Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, So, someone emailed us. Someone emailed us about um, our thoughts about about Playboy Batches, her sign-off. I don't think we really need to read the whole thing, but essentially, um, the letter is like, Wondering what our thoughts on Hugh Hefner were, because I think after he died this past week, there's been a lot of debate over, like, is Hugh Hefner, like, a good person to, like, look at, look at as, like, either, like, a role model or, like, a, a good American or, like, a bad American mm-hmm. or, like, a, a good person or a bad person. Um, and I think it's an interesting debate because it's, like, some people are, like, oh, he objectified women and other people are, like, no, he gave them, like, opportunities. And here's... Uh-huh. Here's my thought on him is like he built a business based on like a certain kind of lifestyle, right? Just like we did in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's about a certain kind of lifestyle. Not yeah. everyone agrees with it. Not everyone like thinks the values that are portrayed in it are like are their own or accurate or good for some or good for society or good for women or good for any right. one group. And I think, you know what, I think that's fine. I think that like you can someone could be build a good business that's like that helps some people and some people really enjoy and give some people an outlet for like either their sexuality or expression um, or their feelings. And other people can think that the idea is bullshit and that's okay. And that's sort of like the nature of business. Like not everyone has to love your business for it to be like a legitimate business that helps a lot of people, but also maybe doesn't help a lot of people. Right. See, like, I don't think that like, I think it's not about like whether he's like worthy of, glorification or not it's like define him for what he is he's not like an american hero like he didn't save anyone's life he didn't like he didn't cure any diseases he didn't make any great personal sacrifices to help someone else but what he did do is he created a business that is like and if we want to talk about american culture again like very iconic in american culture so like there's a lot to say for that and like to glorify him, like, he's not Mother Teresa, although I hear she, like, runs her orphanages really badly, but whatever. We'll, <laughs> we'll say get to that later. We'll say Mother Teresa for the sake of the comparison. She, he's not Mother Teresa, but, like, is he a good, successful businessman? Yeah, I would put him more in the category of, like, a Steve Jobs, you know, like, right. who's, Were like, some women, like, maybe hurt in his in his business quest, perhaps, but again, like, no one's, like, a, like the, any woman who worked for him, like, chose to. Also, no business in America is made, like without hurting anyone like like and like john rockefeller like they like the like all the people like the captains of industry from the 20s yeah they benefited from like very cheap labor and many people's deaths i'm sure you know like but yeah would anyone say that they're not like worthy of glorification and great businessmen and great americans like in a sense yeah everyone would say that but like again are they like like gandhi no you know right it's just like, yeah, you can like make a big thing about him, but like, I don't know. It's, he it's, lived a certain lifestyle, which again, not everyone is is for. But I think that like that doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like that's not what just because you don't agree. I think with like the kind of like lifestyle that he yeah. lived, or like 
the the sexual aspect of what he's done or like maybe like the way some women were treated who again voluntarily decided to work for him or with him right you can say sorry i'm trying to get my dog out of jordan's back right you can say that he um that he was very like i don't know you can have the opinion that that playboy is like worth made society worse or hurt people or whatever and you can maybe be right in that like but you can also have the that's a valid view you can also have the opinion that playboy has helped a lot of people maybe like discover sexuality or like have an outlet for some sort of like sexual urges i mean like we're we're like women who are i assume not subscribed to playboy i've never read playboy i've never looked at like i don't really know right neither have i but i know that like a lot of men i mean that's just like not we're like we're we just wouldn't we're just not the the really like the demographic that playboy appeals to or even like right or the generation we grew up with the internet so like playboy like which isn't really even like that particularly nude like right was not like our outlet but i think a lot of a lot of men have like very specific memories of like a sexual enlightenment or like a you know, a way to like ex- express themselves yeah. sexually or, or read or look at pictures and like, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so in right. that way, not, it's kind right, of cool. Right. I, I think that's not really like, no one argues that that's a problem, but people do say like, I, I think I'm it's like, like you're glorifying look. a certain it's kind of look the, that women have. And if they don't have that, right. that look, then like they're not her- right. heteronormatively like good looking. And you know yeah. what? Again, this, he's not like saying every person in America should be reading Playboy. It's like, if you like that kind of look and you're interested in that kind of like, sexual experience then like then good for you right i also there's now which for like, that i think it's sort of i don't know if playboy like goes into this category but there's a whole like there's the debate like, around like porn and prostitution like porn stars who subject like who are agreeing to like be in porn and then some of them think it's very empowering but like is the porn industry like good for people like i don't know like i think in terms of like porn and prostitution, like prostitution is the oldest job in history. Right. Like prostitution has existed for as, as right. long as time because has existed. Sex is the primal thing, and like so, obviously, it's going to become like a transactional thing. Right. Or and I it think could be not, but it, obviously, it also there's is. abuses that go on in that, as there are in mo- in many industries. Probably some more in prostitution, but I think that like if done a certain way, maybe it's not that. I just think like, bad. but then that you have people who become like porn addicts and like, or people who like people do who very become, disgusting things. Yeah, you have also sexually as a result of what they've seen in porn. I'm not saying that you also like, have people who become alcoholics as a result of buying right, alcohol. Right, right, which is which is what I was about to say about the next thing is that like, it's sort of like not about like porn always bad or always good. It's like more about like people and their relationships with much these things. Much like to bring this full circle. Guns. guns. <laughs> yeah. Or much like like anything. There is nothing that's right. like purely good or purely yeah, bad. It's how you use it and how you ab- or if you abuse it. You know, it's like yeah, exactly. So to yeah, say Yeah, do I think the porn to... industry should be regulated? Much like the gun industry. Agreed. Yeah. Do yeah. I think that like prostitution and porn should be like entirely illegal from like all aspects of society? Like no. Right. Okay. So, Great. so everything in we, moderation is the is the yeah. theme for today's podcast. Moderate amount of government regulation and like moderate amount of just like everything. Should we play like a game or two? Yeah, these amazing games come to us this week courtesy of I think her name is Anastasia and Stasia is like her nickname. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. She says, um, you ladies are awesome, and I've been a loyal fan since the very beginning, and I'm pumped for the Halloween brunch in Chicago. Yay! Speaking of which... Speaking of which, we are having a Halloween costume comedy brunch in 
um, all across America, actually, in seven different cities on October 28th, which is the Saturday of Halloween weekend. Basically, it's a stands-up comedy show with a boozy brunch, and it's really fun. You should go to betches.com slash comedy tour to get tickets. Um, there's also a pop-up on betches.com, which will take you right to it. Also, um, it's going to be really funny. It's great. Yeah, it's very funny. So it's in New York, Philly, Boston, L.A., Arlington, a.k.a. D.C., Nashville, and Chicago. So yeah, we hope to see, see you there. In your city. Betches.com slash comedy tour. Yes. Imagine if that's not really the link. I think it is. <laughs> you, you'll find it. You'll find it. you really it. want to go, you'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> it's their marketing tactic. Um, <laughs> Make everything so easy for the audience. One click. Exactly. Okay, would you rather be Kim or Kylie's baby? Kim. I agree. Kim, I sure. think, maybe not Kim. I think maybe not Kim's baby when she was Kylie's age, but Kim's baby maybe like now. now. Because yeah. I think Kim is like... I don't think she's like particular. She's necessarily a good mother, but I think she's like learned some shit. Yeah, and I think she's like very. She thinks straight. I'll say that. You know. Yeah. She's like very controlled. She's very. I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know anything about Kim Kardashian because her entire image to me is just built by PR. So I don't really know. We don't really know. But but I think Kim. My yeah. intuition tells she, me Kim, Kim doesn't drink. I like a mom who doesn't drink. Yeah, agreed. Good. Yeah, I also agree with that. I'm sure Kylie doesn't drink, but also the reason I would pick Kim is because she became famous when she was older, meaning her brain had more time to develop as a regular person, which or semi-regular person. Good point. So I think that that um, is... Not that she's like... I don't, again, I don't really want regular. either of them as my mother, but yeah. if I had to pick, right. I would definitely Kylie pick got famous too early in her life for her brain to stay like remotely sane. Okay, cool. Next. Would you rather have to work every single day for the rest of your life or never work another day in your life? What kind of question is that? Of course, never work another day in your life. Yeah. We are working from home this week while we wait for our new office to be done and like all the furniture com- like to come. So you guys should wait around on Instagram for the day that we start and like you know, blast it out. And just keep we've been refreshing from for home. the next week. Yeah, we've been working from home. And it's just the great... We were just talking about how it's so great. You have so much control over your life. And, like, you don't waste any time because you're not, like, you know... It's going to be Wasting amazing. time. Okay. All right. Let's... Okay, what, what are your thoughts on girls who talk like they're engaged, plan the wedding before they even propose to? I feel like this is an epidemic lately with girls I know. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um... I don't know. I think they should just, like, stop talking about it. I think it's also about, like, knowing your audience. Like, if you are, like, super pumped to, like, get engaged and, like, so is your, like, and your friend is, like, into that and wants to hear you talk about that because she, like, loves the knot.com and, like, her entire explore page is wedding dresses, then, yeah, and you should you should talk to that friend about it. But if you're talking to friends who, like, literally want nothing to do with this conversation, then, like, just keep your mouth shut. That's a good, that's a good piece of advice. Know your audience. Not everyone wants to hear about this shit. Um, but also, some I do. think some I think it's really a little. Do want to hear about it? I think it's a little weird to plan shit before you're proposed to. I think it's a little jumping the gun. I've heard of people reserving venues. I've heard of that too. Like in Friends, when Monica does that, and then like Chandler picks up the phone, like here's right. like the message from like the person that's reserving the thing. I don't know. I could see like getting ahead of yourself, getting excited. This sounds very, very like emotionally masturbating to me, where you're like. Kind is of like it? no, because the guy depends. likes you. He's going to propose. I mean, it depends. Maybe maybe he's not. Do you think in these situations? I think some, sometimes he doesn't. That's like a 
It's the thing that happens where you you think it's gonna happen, and you don't. I would just live in the in the now. I wouldn't like plan your wedding before you're like, yeah. Are, are be mindful. That. It kind of I think present. I think kind of gets kind of a sign that you just can't like be in the moment. So, yeah, you're you're waiting for the next thing. And can I tell you, if you're waiting for the next thing now, you're always gonna be waiting for the next thing your whole life. So once you get married, you're gonna be like, oh my god, what's next? What do I do now? Do right, I right? Like do planning I have a baby? for your non-existent baby. Planning for your baby, right. and then you're gonna be planning for your baby to get into preschool and private school and college, and you're just never gonna be satisfied, and you're gonna live a life of chronically <laughs> being dissatisfied. So you've changed your thoughts on this. No, I'm. I, look, I'm saying like, know your audience if you're gonna do it, but you probably just shouldn't. Yeah, I think it's important to live in the moment and not just constantly be looking at the next step in life and enjoy where you're at because like, if you're in a good relationship, that's probably going well. And when you get proposed to, then you can start planning the. Right. Also, the when you get proposed to, like, try to be in the moment then, not like waiting for like. To Instagram your picture. Yeah, or exactly. That's like shit. right, right. Yeah. It's not just. It's never just about like the moment and the nice, the nice milestone in your relationship. It's right. about like. Where, where, how many likes will I get? Will everyone be as happy for me as I want them to be? Like, or as jealous? Yeah, or as jealous. Where will, will our engagement party have clear, yeah. crisp photos? And will my engagement ring be bigger than right. everyone else's? I think, yeah, social media really loses our, our ability to, like, just, just live and see things and be there and not, like, look at things through our phones or, like, measure, like, our moments based on that. So which on, is another thing that should be used in moderation, which yes, is not always good or always like bad. Just like everything. Just like guns and porn. I've heard everything in moderation, moderation in moderation. Oh, so, like, mm-hmm. you should be extreme? I don't know. What every now is. and then, it's okay yeah. to be extreme. Right, but if it's only every now and then, then you are still moderate. That's true. Okay. Moderation, this moderation. This has been a very, very meta conversation. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Um, Email us if you need anything. Betches. Oh, no. Not Slaps anything. Not anything. Just like, you know, commentary. <laughs> We're not yeah. going to walk your dog for you. I mean, you can email us that, but we'll ignore it. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Betches.